Welcome to the Prep Pigskin Report Podcast, hosted by Papa Pig himself, Paul Rudy. Welcome to PPR Podcast number number 53. 53. Oh. 53. My name is Rudy. To my right is Bert. Bert, you wanted to speak to a young man from Script Ranch. Would you introduce him, please? Trevor Granucci. Am I saying that right, Granucci? Uh, yes, you are. From State Champ Scripps Ranch Center. Yeah, what a year that was. Trevor, we're going to get to that moment, but first we have to sell some merchandise. Everybody check out the QR code in the corner of the screen. Just take a picture with the phone. It'll take you to all our all our uh, podcasts. It'll also take you to the PPR Pro Shop. Trevor, with that bit of business out of way, uh, the, your T-shirt says it all, young man. How does it feel to be a reigning champion? Uh, it feels amazing. I mean... Going into that year, we definitely thought we could uh, go pretty far in playoffs. I don't know about, I don't know that anyone thought we'd go to state other than our coach, Todd Durkin. He was the one who said from the beginning that we were a state champion caliber team. But Todd, you know, Todd thinks every team goes to the Super Bowl that he's involved with. <laughs> Strike Force is going to go to championship. If he's with any team, they're going to a championship in his mind. Yeah, he's, he's just an optimistic yeah, exactly. guy. So I wanted to talk to you because, you know, I got a lot of feedback with the Abel Estrada when I said he was the best center in the county. And then I got some kickback that, that Trevor might be the best center in the county, so I had to, I had to have him even out. To, yeah, even out. And I see Abel more than than Trevor, so I wanted to see what was what was the deal. Well, Trevor, are you the best center in the county? Um, well, this year I'm actually moving to guard. Oh, oh so, the, yeah, so the debate's over. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think last year I was a pretty pretty good center, and I think this year I'll be a pretty good guard. So why are you moving? Uh, just the way our offense worked out, they wanted me to be our. Uh, polling guard this year, one of our guards at polls. They felt that I would be uh, more beneficial to the team being at guard than center this year. So did you get a haircut? Because I don't know if anybody knows, you have one of the greatest Twitter profile pictures I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and I, I encourage anybody to go check out his Twitter for the profile picture. But did you get a haircut? Uh, I didn't. It's still here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was just checking. I, you had the full mullet. You had everything going on. Trevor. Everything was good for the season. Who is your stylist? Uh, me and my dad and my brother all have a barber. His name is Peso. He's in uh, Rancho Bernardo. And he does mullets. Is that his specialty? <laughs> he does. He does everything. I mean, he's a great. He's a great guy. I'll do that one more time for the just for the girls in the audience. Could you just give us one more look at the red? Ah, oh, look at that <laughs> thing of beauty right there. <laughs> oh, Trevor, uh, that's amazing. Hey, um. With the le- I, you just don't see a lot of redheaded Italians. Are, 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 do you um, do you enjoy uh, the Italian cuisine? Uh, I do. Yeah, I definitely like a good lasagna, a good pizza, good pasta. I mean, definitely some of my favorite food. So you're Italian on your dad's side or your mom's side? Uh, my da- dad's side. Dad's side. Sonny was yes. from the Godfather. Remember James? Yeah, Khan? You're, you're, you're he was like, redheaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good point. Good point. So your favorite cuisines are uh, lasagna and pizza. Uh. Uh, Italian-wise, I definitely like a definitely like a good steak. Oh, yeah, of course, your alignment, your alignment. So, Trevor, yeah. give us a little. I mean, everybody, when you think of Scripps Ranch, I'm going to say Team Strength. You're going to say Jack's Leatherwood. Um, what's the position Team Strength for you guys? I mean, going into this year. Um, honestly, I can't really name one unit. I think the whole team as a whole is going to be great this year. I mean, we definitely lost a lot of a lot of seniors last year, but a lot of the young guys are prepared and ready to go make a run at state and CIF again this year. You know, it was such a magical year with a state title, 
within the basketball title. You know, years like that come along once every Haley's Comet, it seems. Like, is it almost, that, that would have been a good year to have as your last year, and now you have to come and you have to live up to those expectations. Can you, uh, can you deal with that pressure? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think as long as we can keep Jacks upright, I mean, we can definitely make a run at State again. How is that? So you guys lost a lot of people, and, and like you said, you had such cohesive leadership, I mean, whatever you want to call it, last year. Did the younger guys pick up on that and, they're, and the standard's higher now, or do you guys have to kick them a little bit to get them to the new standard? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, last year, all the seniors, along with the juniors and sophomores and freshmen that played, showed the younger guys what it takes to – I mean, go far both in the classroom and in the on the field, and so now they're just prepared to do good this year and hopefully uh, repeat again what we did last year. So you guys are in the midst of training camp, right? Uh, yeah. So give us an idea what your what what your schedule's like this time of the year. Uh, for the past two weeks, we've been doing uh, two days, three days a week. So we wake up 8 a.m. Uh, morning workout and conditioning, and then we go back at around 3.30 for some film, and 5 o'clock we'll start practice. Do you play, I, I was always wondering, because I, you know, I keep going back to Jax, but do you play volleyball on the volleyball team with him at all? <laughs> I do not. I actually, I play lacrosse. I play goalie in lacrosse. Oh, good. You uh, never thought about volleyball? I'd love to see you out there in volleyball. I have not, personally, no. <laughs> no interest? So how do you get it, how do you get suckered into lacrosse? Who dragged you into that? Um, it was like I've played lacrosse since second grade. I've only played football four years now. So then you got suckered into year. football. You you went the other way. I mean, I always knew I wanted to play football in high school, but when I was younger, uh, me and my friend Brady, we started playing lacrosse in second grade when I moved here, and ever since then I've played and I've bounced around positions. But goalie's been the one I've played the longest now. So what do you? How many guys did you lose on offense from last year? On offense. We lost entire line, all our receivers, our tight end, running back. Pretty much me and Jax are the only starters returning this year. That's a lot of talent to have to make up for, young man. And even more, I, yeah. I remember I watched you guys a, a couple games, and your offense coordinator just struck me because I remember you played La Jolla first game of the season. And what he did, like, game plan-wise, he just leveled it off to the second time you played and was just totally different. That's got to be hard for new guys to adjust to his offense because he seems to put a lot of levels and different wrinkles in, and he just doesn't keep it the same, which is great. But is that hard for younger guys to pick up? Um, I think yes, and no. He preaches uh, AP football. He's an AP history teacher over at Mira Mesa, mm -hmm. and he preaches AP football and being able to take mental reps when you're not in and uh, being able to pick up on different things and add different layers every week so that our teams and offense is uh, – completely different every week. Now, do you get class credit or do you get, uh, does that show up on your report card if you're taking an AP football course? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, let's talk a little bit about Coach Gardner because you, I'm sure you're well aware you have the distinction and the honor of playing for one of the best coaches in high school football in our county. But more than that, he's, he's one of the best human beings. I mean, he makes no bones about it. He, you guys come first in his eyes, and he doesn't go easy on you by any stretch of the imagination. But it's obvious the man cares about you, is it not? Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, he preaches making uh, better men on the field rather than football first, as well as getting, I mean, you saw with our 3.74 is school first. I mean, if you have a C, 
he's not letting you play football. I mean, he, you're you're doing study hall instead of practice. So, I mean, he makes great men uh, on and off the field and prepares you for your future without football or with football. Wow. So I was looking at your schedule. I mean, you, you have the – it's usually like you have the hard part in the beginning out of it. But this is who you end with, Saints, Lincoln, Madison, and Cathedral. I mean, yeah. is that – that's pretty brutal. End of season schedule. I mean, do you guys look at that, or is it? Do you have a rivalry? Like, who's you? Is it Mira Mesa? Who do you guys Mira, look Mira to? Mira Mesa's our rival. Yeah, we play for the I-15 Trophy every year. So how'd that feel last year? You lost one game as to your rival. Huh. Uh, it was definitely definitely hurt, but in a way, I felt like it was almost a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Uh, losing to them because it showed that we're not invincible, and that I mean, if we if we get too high, that we're not going to be able to win and we're going to get uh, beat by teams so it showed us that we need to we need to stay and work at our craft and yeah and let me follow up uh, on bird's question though because okay what what a killer last stretch run you guys are going to make as you hope to be and get ready for the postseason boy that's a killer schedule is it not i mean it definitely is but i i look forward to good competition i mean i want to play some of these uh d1 guys i mean almost every one of those teams has two or three D, uh, D1 guys on the defense. So I, I I bring forward that challenge to want to be able to play them. And, I, you know, we talked about that, I think, even with, with Marlon. I mean, is it fair that you win the state champ? You do all this work to win the state championship. You lose three-quarters of your team, but then they make you move up and play everybody else. Is that – you think that's fair? I mean, for you, it sounds like you don't mind because you want to play that competition. But is it fair to, you know, the younger guys that come in that they're basically the sins of your father, the team before that <laughs> you have to make up for? No, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the fact that they judge uh, your next team based on previous teams is a little uh, – doesn't really make sense to me. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if we're, whoever we have to play, we're going to go on the field and uh, compete to be able to win if we can. All right, Bert, but let me ask you, what's the better way to do it then? I don't know. That's, I, I just ask the questions. I don't answer them here. <laughs> my, that's my job. The way the, way the southern section does it. Well, how does the southern section do it? Uh, they do it. They just they rank everybody at the end of the year, and then they they make divisions based on that. So there's no division throughout the year. Hmm. All right. So and that's what that's what Coach Gardner was fighting yeah, for. Yeah, that's right. Because that's what he said about it in his podcast. He wants to do it like the Southern section. So just walk me through that. You 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 would play your conference schedule, whatever your conference schedule is, and then at the end of the year, that's when you get ranked one through sixty-four. Or is that is that? Yeah. How, and then then so top the four would go open next. Whatever it is, twelve. Okay. Go that, D1, all right, that makes D2. sense. But you yeah. still have you still have the issue of you, you still could have a killer schedule if uh, you're you know at the because you don't rank off, off the top, you will still might find yourself. You, who, who wants to be in the league with Cathedral, Lincoln, Madison? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody has the perfect answer. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, uh, young man. So t- t- when you're not playing football, what are you doing? Or lacrosse. Uh, one of my hobbies, uh, besides lacrosse, is I enjoy fishing. We got a lot of local lakes, so I go fishing with one of my friends, and uh, we and, go up to Lake Miramar or down to Lake Miramar, right down the street from us, or we'll go to San Vicente or Lake Elsinore. So how do you get into or that? Elsinore, uh, El Capitan. So how do you become an angler? Uh, my friend and my uh, uncle introduced me to it, and, and ever since then I've kind of been into bass fishing and. Uh, deep sea fishing and different things like that. You got any pictures of that? 
I do. Yeah, they're somewhere. They're on my phone and in my room. Yeah. All right. So can you can you send me some of those? Some of your what's your best catch? Yeah, I definitely catch? will. Uh, my best my best bass is a five and a half pounder. And it was that like a tussle to land them, or is it still pretty easy with a five pound fish? Uh, it was definitely hard. I had a pretty pretty light fishing line on, so you had to be careful not to break the line before you got in. I always break the line. I have no patience for that. Why? Where you have to let you have to let the fish tire himself out, right? Yeah. See, I put on like a thirty pound test when I go out there for like a two pound <laughs> fish. I don't care. I have no I have no time so, for that. So let's let's talk a little bit more about that. So what? Give us a, what's your best uh, best secret advice for uh, young fishermen? Uh, patience, honestly. I mean, when I when I first started, I kind of I would kind of rush it and just like just get impatient and just want to leave. I mean, if you after a while, if you wait there long enough and you and you uh, work the bait long enough, you'll definitely get a nice fish. How many times your uncle tell you it's called fishing and not catching for a reason? <laughs> that's what all the a old lot. people. That's what all the yeah. old people say. Yeah, me included. Or explain that to me. Oh, because I mean, you're, you're yeah, most, you spend more called, time. Yeah, you spend more time waiting and fishing. That's why they don't call it catching. Right, so, um, but like, do you have your own boat or what do you do? Uh, my friend has a boat, and uh, so does my uncle. All right. So, and then you said you're you're a deep sea fisherman as well. Uh, I've gone I've gone once and uh, definitely that was definitely some of the best fish I've had. We caught caught a couple tuna, brought them home, filleted them up, and uh, made some good pokey out of them. <laughs> See, nice Trevor, you're 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 uh, you're a Renaissance man. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So like um, so that'll be one of your passions later in life. Then you're, you'll pass that on to your kids eventually, huh? Definitely, yeah. So what do you for college? I, I know I've seen you got a couple offers. Are you looking to play? lacrosse football both one or neither and just be a uh, student what do you want to do right now honestly the options are open i mean i've got i got those three offers so far definitely looking to get some more and if football doesn't work out just go pursue the business business side of the things so let me ask you that College. so if you got a lacrosse offer and a football offer which one would you pick honestly it depends i, I think i'd definitely go football but it depend on uh, the school and other other aspects of it because I love both sports a lot. So who's offer you so far? So I got a uh, Culver, Stockton, Pacific, and a uh, Benedictine. And now you're and you're hoping this year that the, uh, people see enough tape of you. I mean, wh how big are you? Uh, six foot two seventy five. So like if you put on another 10, 15 pounds, suddenly the uh, more off the phone starts ringing a little bit more or whatever. However they do it, right? Maybe yeah, or just. Definitely put out uh, good tape, and I mean, yeah. And that helps being a guard actually more too. I think recruiting-wise, I mean, you centers just do always do the same thing. Guards, guards can pull, yeah. guards can block, guards a lot can get more out linebackers. For, uh, they want to see you move. For so, guards. so is that move then move to guard? Is that beneficial to you as as it relates to uh, recruiting for recruiting? I think so. Yeah, I mean, it shows I'm versatile on the line that I can play both center and guard, and it shows. I mean, guard you have to pull and do a lot more screens and stuff, so you're, you're able to show your mobility more at guard than center. Should I give him my question? Well, let me ask one more, because I want to finish it. Trevor, obviously you're a good football player. You have great success, you know, magical season. You, you want to play at the next level, I'm assuming. Does, yeah. Is it hard to watch as you see other kids, and it's become such a hey, look at me thing now on social media. Hey, I, I'm so grateful I got an offer here. I'm so grateful I got an offer there. And, you, and the kids, they, the offers tend to pile up for you know a handful of kids. 
Is it hard to watch that knowing, hey, I think I'm as good a football player as that guy, or I'm at least in the conversation, but maybe, uh, you know, recruiters get focused on some shiny object and they're, they're missing you. Is it hard to watch that happen? Is, um, there, is there a little honestly, bit of jealousy? Honestly, yes. Yes and no. I mean, I, I, I definitely wish I could uh, have some of those bigger offers, but I'm, uh, I'm, I uh, like to see other kids get offers like that. I mean, it's good to see other kids in San Diego be able to get offered and uh, go get the college paid for. And that's been the problem, I think, with recruiting, especially offense alignment and defense alignment. It's you could turn on your film and it could be killing everybody, and you turn on somebody else's film that doesn't kill everybody, but they're six four and they get the offer just because of the inches. And it's always been that way with college football. It's because crazy. there's a, it seems like there's a template for recruiters as far as what they're uh, interested in. And if you don't fit that template, it doesn't really matter how good a football player you are. You sometimes get ignored. And I always think, God, I just want the best football players. Yeah, you'd think. I, you know, I don't care yeah. how they look in the, on the team picture. I just want the guy who's going to bulldoze somebody. Yeah, it used to be look like Tarzan, play like Jane. But they would get, <laughs> they would get all the offers all the time, those guys, because they were big and they were muscular, like you. Yes, yes. I, all right, wait, so Trevor, uh, take us back. Who are your buddies? Who do you hang out with? Uh, I hang out with a lot of our uh, players. I hang out with Jax all the time. Dean, our receiver, who caught the uh, winning touchdown in the state championship. Our running back, Josh. Our tight end, wide receiver, Ethan. Just a lot of, a lot of the football guys. Let me ask you a question on that, because I remember, I think we all did in high school, we always hung out with our position. So if you're the only junior and all the seniors graduate and you hung out as an O-line, is that kind of weird going to camp <laughs> and you gotta, you got to go find a new lunch table to sit with the popular kids because all your guys are gone? No, we were definitely, last year and this year, both of our O-lines are very close or we're very close. And, uh, yeah, we go out to eat all the time and just spend a lot of time together. I mean, we're one unit, we're not individuals, so. All right, hey, just, just, just you. It's just us guys talking. Tell us a funny story about Jax. Tell us something that most of us don't know about. Uh, he's really good at uh, freestyling, like rapping. rapping? He, he'll, he'll put on a beat. He'll put on a beat with no music, and he'll be able to rap and freestyle. Like we'll give him words, and he'll be able to freestyle just based on. Uh, certain words we give them. I don't know, I'm about to see that before I believe that. <laughs> Is there any video evidence of that? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, there, there's never been a volleyball player that was good at freestyling. Come on, man. I don't believe that. Oh, right, well, that's, it. that's interesting to know. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting to know. He's a rapper. All right, well, um, so I, you, go ahead, ask your question. I have to ask this question. Yeah, you I know. insult yeah. me about it every okay. week. All right, Trevor, you're on the PPR committee, and it's early season. you got to give me five players to put on the PPR silver pig. Or how about should we make it Iron Hog? Because no, it, no, no, okay. I right. want to go pick. No. Right. Who are the five best players in San Diego County right now? Uh, I'd say Jax, definitely. I would say Julian Sands got to be on there. Who? Sands. Oh, so, Julian okay. Sands. Okay. Dominic Nankill over at Modern Day. Uh, Roger Robinson over at Lincoln. And then... Who's the fifth? Major Givens? Trey Edwards. Yeah, Major. Trey, yeah, Edwards. Trey Edwards. Trey, Trey Edwards over at Modern Day, too. Defensive guy. We'll get him up there. Okay. 
That's, you know what? For being an O lineman, you got the most accurate pick, I would think, at this time. You watch PPR? Uh, yeah, ever since freshman year. Do you so, like? Do you like Paul as a host? We're, we're trying to get rid of him. Would you? Uh, would you I, I, think I think he's a pretty good host. You, right. you're, you're, uh, Trevor, you don't have to answer that question. It, you know, because <laughs> you know he would have butchered your name. He practiced it like eight times before he got on air. Yeah, you see but, how he does that with everybody's name. Yeah, you haven't lived until you've been had your name butchered on the air. All right, so uh, so Trevor, uh, tell us what, what's your life as we wrap this up, man. What's your life philosophy? Well, I mean, how do you? What's the motto you live by, the, the creed you live by? Uh, honestly, just, I mean, live live every day like it's your last. Don't, I mean, don't hold back. I mean, enjoy your time because you never know when it'll be up. I mean, we saw saw with that uh, Torrey Pines guy. Sad to see him go. I didn't know him personally, but, I mean, it's pretty pretty sad story. But definitely just live every day like it's your last because you never know. Well, on that somber note, we will call it a conversation. What, what, what time do you have to get to practice? Uh, today we got a film at 3.30 again, practice at uh, 4.45. All right. Uh, Trevor, thank you so much for uh, sharing your haircut with us and having uh, some fun with us. We appreciate that. Can you get his Twitter picture up, too, on this, on yeah, this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Don't change right. it tonight, either. Trevor, don't, don't hang up just yet. Don't hang up just yet. Three, two, one, turn off the machines. This podcast is over.